0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
2: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app.
4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's bring in uh, Booger McFarlane, you know, the uh, mothership NFL college football analyst. Uh, you got a favorite Christmas song?
5: Um, actually, it was a song that you guys were playing this Christmas. Um, I'm surprised you didn't know that song also, by the way, DP.
4: I, you know, I tune out Christmas music. Why is that? I, I just, I don't know what it is. It just it starts at Thanksgiving and it starts too soon, and then I'm I'm just done with it. That's all.
5: Well, as, as I sit there and stare at you, you uh, your studio is definitely in the uh, holiday spirit. You got Christmas trees and all that stuff going on. So that, uh, that's forced least, upon me.
4: That's forced upon me.
5: Uh, right. You, you at least are are exuding uh, the appearance of being a great Christmas guy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's called being phony. <laughs> uh, so Booger appears on a Monday Night Countdown, NFL primetime each week. Here, uh, give me the downside to name, image, and likeness.
5: Um, it's not regulated, and so basically, what that means is you're getting a a a, a play for pay system. Um, I think name, image, and likeness was intended to put money in the player's pocket because for years the good old boy system known as the ncaa has made a ton of money off college athletes namely football players and so when they came up with name image and likeness they were like okay how can we allow the college athlete who is technically an amateur athlete to capitalize on what the ncaa has been capitalizing on for years and here's the only problem with that dp there are no regulations so what's legal in Texas may not be legal in Ohio, what's legal in Louisiana may not be legal in Alabama as far as how it's governed. And so you get these big boosters that come up with these collectives, which basically is a group of boosters uh, who come together who say, we have a ton of money and we wanna give it to players so they can come to our university and we can have the best football team or the best baseball team or basketball or or whatever. And so now when you are the top quarterback, uh, quarterback X, Now the collective from school X can say, hey, we want you to come to our university and we will pay you whatever the number is, eight, nine million $9 million. And so once you sign, now we can come up with a system where we can pay you this money. And whether you sign autographs or whether you go work at the luggage store or whatever you do, but it's turned into a a play for pay system and that's not what it was intended to. But the only problem is you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And so we have a system now where these college athletes, DP, are making more money than some professional athletes. And I don't think that's what the system was intended for.
4: Well, Bryce Young was making more than Jalen Hurts. And Bryce was still in college, (laughs) and Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. It's kind of crazy. But I always go back to, you know, Kentucky basketball players talked about getting $100 handshakes. You know, booster come up, just give you some. When you were at LSU how what kind of benefits could you get statute of limitations is over so you can you can talk about it.
5: right yeah well was i taken care of uh handsomely sure uh nothing crazy and i'm not talking about well man they gave booger a hundred thousand dollars yeah there were a bunch of free meals there were a a couple of two three hundred dollar handshakes my mother never had to worry about paying for hotel rooms or paying for meals or food or anything like that and then in the summertime uh, i got a legit job i mean i was making 10 15 20 bucks an hour uh i was able to work um, i don't know six or seven weeks during the summer i had a pale grant i had this thing called the needy fund and so dp i would i would guess that if i if i totaled the money i could make in one calendar year at lsu if if you count my pay grant the money i made this summer i probably made i don't know 15 grand yeah. here's the difference now these guys Are making five, six, seven figures when it comes to just one calendar year, and some of them don't even have to work a summer job like I did. So the money is is great; it's handsome. And don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to sound like you, which is the old guy on the lawn. I'm happy for these guys that they're able to get some money. I'm I'm fine with it too,
4: Booger. I'm if you get it, great. Just let's regulate it, just so we know what's going on. There's no poaching. There's no tampering, those kind of things. Because I brought this up hypothetically, Drake May, a couple of weeks ago. I said, what if if he just says, hey, I'm open for business here. I'm going to put myself on eBay. What do you want to give me? You know, he got offered two uh, different deals for $5 million to transfer reportedly. And I was just doing a hypothetical. If I'm Ohio State or Alabama, I'm losing my quarterback to the NFL. What's $10 million to bring in Drake May? Drake May announced he was staying at North Carolina and he couldn't go to the NFL. So he had to announce, hey, I'm staying and these rumors, um, you know, this is where I'm going to be and the story is over here. You know, this is going to happen with these quarterbacks or, you know, probably only quarterbacks. Somebody's going to go, hey, what do you want to pay me? And somebody's going to pony up $10 million to bring in a quarterback. So let me ask
5: you this, D.P., if, if the system doesn't get regulated, are you okay with it if it turns into that?
4: I don't want it to be where it's tampering and, and poaching. If, if right. you can somehow have a lifeguard on duty, because it's not the NCAA, I just right. I want to know where are we headed with this. You want to pay the players or the pay- players want to get paid? I have no problem with that whatsoever. But I think we got to decide. It's almost like Major League Baseball there almost feels like there needs to be the teams that spend over $200 million and then the other teams. In college football, it's the schools that make this kind of money or spend this kind of money and then the other ones there. We we almost ha- need to have some kind of separation there.
5: Yeah, that would seem to be a fair system, and we all know life's not fair, so I, I don't think we're ever going to get that system. But I, I, I do understand your point it would even the playing field, but understand this. We've never really been concerned about the playing field being even like colleges, certain colleges, Georgia, Ohio State, USC, have always been able to spend more on recruiting than anyone else. It doesn't mean you're going to win. It gives you an advantage, but it doesn't mean you're going to win the title every year.
4: I, yeah, I don't know where we're headed. I'm just surprised that the so-called educators didn't see this happening where, you know, a booster is going to go, I'll give you $20 million. Go and play with it. So let's see what we can bring in. Give me a couple offensive linemen and a good defensive lineman. And, you know, uh, I think that's what's going to be happening more and more. We're talking to Booger McFarland. I didn't mean to get off on that tangent, but uh, I more surprising, Geno Smith is a Pro Bowl quarterback or Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady aren't?
5: Um. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady aren't. Like, we've always seen the talent with Geno Smith. Um, I think he, his, his quote that was famous, uh, that they wrote him off, but he didn't write back, he's always believed in his talent. He's always been a great thrower of the football. Uh, he just needed a system and somebody to believe in him. And, and Pete Carroll, uh, whether it was by luck or by choice, believed in him. Because let's not forget Pete Carroll traded for Drew Locke, and a lot of people thought Drew Locke was going to be the starter. But when you get to Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers, I think Tom Brady is the most surprising DP because he led the NFL in passing last year. He was phenomenal, uh, had that great comeback against the Rams in, in the divisional playoff round, and he seemingly fell off a cliff. Like, he's been bad this year, DP. Yeah. I mean, he has been bad just about every Sunday, and we continue to try to make excuses for him or we continue to uh, wait for uh, the go to show up because he is the greatest quarterback of all time. I haven't seen it. And it doesn't matter to me about the issues he's had off the field. Like everybody has things that they go through in life. What matters is when you show up, you're a professional, you do your job. I don't want to hear about, well, he was going through a lot. Who cares? We all go through a lot. As far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, you knew it was going to be a transition early on because he was breaking in new receivers and uh, Bakhtiari, the left tackle, was coming off an injury. So I kind of expected him to be a little slower kind of getting into the season. But I'm, I, I am still surprised that both he and Tom, with Tom being the biggest surprise aren't in the Pro Bowl, because we expect so much from them.
4: We have these standalone games. You have that game tonight with the Jets and the Jags, and then everybody's going to have an opinion on a game that nobody would have an opinion on if it was played Sunday at 1 o'clock. But everybody's yeah. going to have a referendum on Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. How do you think this plays out tonight between these two?
5: I think it, it, this is going to be a, a, a contrasting style. Um, the Jets at their core are a defensive-led football team that wants to be physical, but they have a quarterback. They drafted number two overall, so they kind of have to break him in a little bit, and he's, uh, he's been highly scrutinized. I myself have scrutinized him a lot. When you look at Jacksonville, they have a quarterback that's ascending. Trevor Lawrence has made great strides this year as far as being the golden child that we thought he was going to be when he came out of Clemson. So you, you have two teams that, that want to play uh, a physical brand of football one has their quarterback going up in trevor lawrence the other i don't really know what zach wilson is but i do know he was drafted number two overall and the expectations are right there with trevor lawrence and you're right we're gonna judge both of these guys namely the quarterbacks tonight more than we are gonna judge the teams and i think if if you're zach wilson the game tonight in a standalone game as the holidays are here so more people are going to be sitting at home with eggnog i know you won't because you don't like christmas but more people are gonna be sitting around with eggnog and a glass of wine, saying, you know what? Let me see what this guy Zach Wilson is about. So tonight is an important game for him. I do think he's got to show up and play well. I think the Jets are a better football team, a more talented team, um, but it doesn't mean that they're going to win tonight.
4: I was watching a Monday Night Countdown, as I always do, and you uh, talked about staying warm and uh, you'd occasionally have some whiskey.
5: Yeah. Listen, DP. How much, I'm
4: a Southern boy. How much whiskey would you have prior to a game, do to, to stay warm?
5: Well, I'm not talking about enough whiskey to make you feel like that you're invincible. I'm just talking about enough whiskey to give you a little warmth going down your throat, and uh, just a just a thimbleful, a little sipful, because okay. what it does. I'm not a drinker. Okay, I've never been drunk one day in my life. As I've gotten older, I've I've learned to change my palate and I, I drink the occasional cab and then you, you and I can hang out and sip on a little Camus every now and then, which I'm looking forward to by the way. Uh, but I'm, I'm only talking about a thimble force enough to warm the throat, burn your throat almost, and kind of give you a little tingling sensation. That's kind of what I did.
4: How many players would do that?
5: Uh, there were three or four. I'm not going to name those players. I, I, I'll just incriminate myself, but, uh, there was a game in Green Bay where the windshield was minus 15. The actual temperature was zero, and the only way I was – there were two ways I was able to play in that game. <laughs> one, I had a full-body one on that I cut the toes out of, and two, I had two shots of whiskey, one pregame and then one after halftime.
4: <laughs> How was that? How did you guys play?
5: Uh, we actually won. I had one of my better games. Um, I think overall – um, Book's not a fan of cold weather, D.P., not a fan whatsoever. <laughs> like, there are a lot of things in life I'd rather do than be outside in the cold weather. So if, if you watch the broadcast of the night and people say, man, you look miserable, it's, it, it's because I was
4: miserable. <laughs> hey, it's great to talk to you as always. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, we'll talk to you in the new year.
5: DP, have a great one. Have a great Christmas. Celebrate
4: it to the fullest. Yeah, absolutely. As only I can. That's uh, Booger McFarlane of the Mothership. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
4: All right, uh, J.J. Watt, been a while since he's been on. You got Arizona. They've been struggling. They got Tampa Bay coming up on Sunday night on Peacock and NBC. He's a dad. I think his son is going to be uh, two months old coming up tomorrow. Had heart issues. He made some money with some sacks against the Broncos. A lot of things. Always great to have J.J. Watt uh, joining us. How difficult is it now when you leave the house and you got your two-month-old baby there at home that you have to say goodbye to?
6: Uh, It's it's very, very difficult, but it's uh, a whole lot better to come home every night like after, I mean, after a tough loss, after a tough road trip, uh, it's just normally, you know, I'm, I'm in a real bad mood. I'm like down, but I still am. But then I come home and it kind of just melts away.
4: All you got to do is see that face. He doesn't know how your day went. That's always great there. Um, now
6: exactly. Did,
4: did you get you get uh, drug tested after the, the loss against Denver?
6: Uh, yes, I did. Monday. Okay. How does that work? How do, how does which part of it? How does which part of it work?
4: Well I understand what you have to do for the drug test. I'm talking about <laughs> so right after right after the game and then you go into locker room and then what happens?
6: No, no. So I got a text the next morning. Like oh. Monday morning. Uh, I got a text saying you got selected for drug testing. Please show up at Uh, the drug testing area and then you have like a three hour window where you have to go show up.
4: (laughs) Is that a compliment that you're getting drug tested?
6: (laughs) I don't know. It always seems to pop up after the, after a three sack game. So I, uh, I'll take it as a compliment. I don't mind. I mean, it's, it's a slight inconvenience in my day, but I mean, uh, it doesn't matter to me. Like I'll, I'm going to pee anyway. <laughs> and then tell me about
4: these incentive uh, bonuses that you got. Are you aware that you're making money with these sacks that you <laughs> had in the first half?
6: This is actually funny. So uh, when I signed my contract down here, I knew I had incentives in it, um, but I was under I was. I thought that. When I got hurt last year, I I missed last year's incentives. I thought that took away my incentives from this year. So, my dad, just like literally two weeks ago, was down here in Arizona and he asked me, he was like, Hey, you're getting close to to your incentives, right? And I was like, Oh, no. Like, I I don't, those got wiped out because of last year. He goes, Oh, darn. So, then fast forward to the game, after the game, I see all these tweets that are saying, like, J.J. Watt made $900,000 today. And my dad texts me, he's like, hey, I'm seeing all this stuff. Are you sure you don't have it? And I'm like, yeah, no, it sucks. And and then I see more tweets, so I'm like, all right, let me call my agent real quick. So I call my agent, and I'm like, hey, I, I see all these tweets, man. Like, I, I, my dad's asking me, people are asking, my brothers are asking me. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's real. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. We don't like to tell you as you get close to milestones because we don't want you to have it in your head and like get get in your head about it. But yeah, you made nine hundred grand today. I was like, oh, it's a pretty nice Christmas present.
4: But then if you get to ten sacks this season, that's is that another million dollars?
6: Uh, I don't think it's another million. I think it's just a million total. Oh, because I, I don't know. I, I still have not. I still have not <laughs> sat down and like actually looked at it. I do not know. <laughs>
4: Why don't you ask your wife to look at it? I have have something that says you're playing for another incentive. A 10-sack season will give him an extra $1 million.
6: Well, that would be nice. That
4: would be nice. (laughs) We're talking to J.J. Watt, the uh, older brother of T.J. Watt, joining us on the program. How's your brother doing?
6: He's doing good. Wait, that he's was meant good. to be a uh, joke
4: that you were – I'm introducing you as T.J. Watt's older brother. That was supposed to elicit maybe a, a, a giggle.
6: I'm used to it by now, Dan. You okay. can't give me any more. Uh, We've we flipped roles. Uh, I am now his brother, even though uh, I'm, I, I had to give him a little shit yesterday because he, he's a Pro Bowl starter, and uh, I have more sacks than him this year. Wow. So, uh, I just, just, just uh Just gave him a jab. Do players want to go to the Pro Bowl? I don't even know what it is this year. It's not a game anymore, right? So some some form of skills competition. Um, You know, when I first went to the Pro Bowl, it was when like Peyton Manning was kind of running the show out there. Yep and so you'd, you'd go to Hawaii and you'd have the welcome meeting and it would be, I mean, for me, I was a young guy and it was Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, all these like guys that I literally looked up to and Peyton was telling stories and then you'd go hang out by the pool, pool bar and everybody's having a drink and sharing these unbelievable stories and I just sat there kind of wide-eyed. I do think it has changed from that a little bit, especially with it being not at, in Hawaii anymore because once you were there, Everybody was kind of at one resort, and there wasn't much else to do outside of it. You just, everybody hung out there and just kind of spent time with each other. I do think it's different now that it's here and it's at Vegas, and there's so much to do. Arizona's
4: lost four in a row. You got Tampa Bay coming up on Sunday night. How many times you sacked
6: Brady? Once in the playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, he gets the ball out so fast. It's incredible. I mean, he's, he, he's brilliant, obviously. He knows, he knows every defense. He, he sees everything before the snap. He knows where he wants to go to the, go with the ball. I mean, you don't play until you're 45 years old without finding a way to not take too many hits, and he does an incredible job of that. So uh, every time I play him, it's a, it's a great challenge to try to find a way to get back there before he gets it out of his hand. You
4: saw where uh, the defensive back, uh, Drake Greenlaw, a linebacker, asked for an autograph from Brady after he intercepted him. Would you, would you swap jerseys with Brady after this game?
6: I, there's not many people I would do that with. Um, I, I, would, I would certainly do it with the greatest player of all time. Uh, I do not see that happening. I don't, I'm not that guy. I don't really ask for him. And I have a feeling Tom is not that guy either. So I don't think either of us are going to be walking up to each other asking for the other jersey. Uh, give me give
4: me an update on the uh, heart situation. I mean, it seemed kind of scary there. Uh, I'm sure it was for you, but where do, where do things stand now?
6: Yeah, fortunately, I'm in a situation where I don't think about it very often. Uh, it was extremely scary when it happened. Um, we ran, obviously, a multitude of tests. I mean everything from all your heart tests, your blood tests, I did a sleep study, I did everything. And uh, it it basically, I was told that it could happen again tomorrow. It could not happen again for 20 more years. We really don't know. Um, But I'm not really at risk, so I I check my pulse multiple times a day. I just make sure my heart's beating in rhythm multiple times a day, and I kinda just go about my life.
4: When did you know something was wrong?
6: Um, it was after. So it was, it was on a Thursday, and after practice on that Thursday, I got my lift in, and then after the lift, we had meetings, and, and I was in the meetings, and when I stood up, I got kind of lightheaded, and I could feel, like, my heart, like my chest kind of beating differently. Like, it was, it just felt like fluttering, and, and it felt like it wasn't beating properly. So I checked my own pulse. And my heart was definitely not beating in sync. You know, your heart is normally boom, 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 boom. I was kind of going more boom, 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 boom,
5: boom, boom, boom. boom.
6: And so it freaked me out, so I went in and asked the trainers, "What? did uh, you guys just check me out? I think my heart's doing something weird. And when they listened to my heart, I saw the look on their face, and I was like, all right, this, this clearly isn't good. So then they sent me to our team doctor. He checked my heart. The same look on his face. So I was like, all right, this is really bad. And then he sent me to the cardiologist, who then he sent me to somebody else. And when the cardiologist sends you to somebody else, that's when you get a little freaked out. And uh, eventually we got it all figured out. But it it was definitely an extremely scary couple days.
4: Yeah, I can only imagine, you know, that what is it? And then you got to go home and tell your wife. And then you're trying to figure out, can I still play football? Uh, You had a baby on the way at the time. That's a whole lot to process.
6: Yeah, no, there was a lot being processed in a short amount of time. Uh, And then somehow we were just – I mean, I I still like – i partially don't want to look stuff up about it because i don't want to know but then i also really do because i need to know Um, i mean when they told me i was fine to practice and play the next day i I mean i trust doctors a whole lot more than myself i'm not the smartest (laughs) dude on the planet so they, they went to school a lot longer than i did
4: how would you have done with uh nil when you went to central michigan
6: i probably wouldn't have done too well because I don't think I would have made any money, so it would have been about the exact same. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think they were paying paying a whole lot for uh, whatever star, no star, two star guy I was, so probably would have been very similar.
4: Maybe, maybe your last year at Wisconsin, you would have cashed in.
6: I honestly do actually believe that, like that is where it could have played a factor because you're a junior possibly leaving for your senior year you absolutely love the school that you're at you really i mean for us we lost the rose bowl and you feel like you have some unfinished business and things you want to do um but the reality of the situation is that there's an opportunity to set your family up for a very long time yeah it's hard to say that if somebody you know back then was like hey we got a million dollars for you i mean as a 22-year-old as a kid, a million dollars is, I mean, anybody, a million dollars is unbelievable, and you don't necessarily think, well, it could be, you know, $15 million in the NFL. You're just thinking about right in front of you. So I do think that would have put more questions into my head. Um, but I also think, man, Dan, think when you were in college. Like, if you gave me a million dollars when I was in college, <laughs> I, I'm happy. i, mean, it's, it's, I, I it is unbelievable to think about what the hell would have happened. <laughs> what
4: would you have done with a million dollars at Wisconsin?
6: So we have a group down with my buddies and my brothers and uh, also high school. And so we, we we did this exercise the other day. And the first thing I would do is I would prepay like five grand in parking tickets. <laughs> um, because the parking is such a problems. I mean, I I was getting towed, I was getting tickets left and right, so I would just go to the Madison Parking Police and say, here, uh, guess what? You're going to see my scooter everywhere. That's fine. Just mark it on my tab. Uh, Then there would probably be a a pretty large party for my teammates and I on State Street somewhere. Um, Tabs on me, boys. And then uh, I would have a cool apartment. I think that's just I think as a college kid, you know, I mean, I was I was living in some spots, Dan. I was living in some spots. Weren't uh, it wasn't exactly a penthouse, so I, I might have myself, you know, something overlooking the water there in Madison.
4: Well, congrats on the baby, and uh, hopefully it's a great Christmas uh, for everybody. And good luck against Brady. And check in on that if you get a if you get to ten sacks, do you make another million dollars? Yeah.
6: Yeah, I will check in on that, actually. I'm going to check in on that today. I appreciate it. Happy to be here with a bunch of good-ass dudes today. I hope <laughs> you guys
4: have a wonderful Because that's what we do. We're good-ass dudes. That's I pay my parking tickets. That's I pay so- my parking tickets. We're good-ass dudes. Uh, great to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. Have a great one. All right. All right. He went there. That was awesome. Yep. I'm glad he went there. Good ass dude. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
7: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
4: All right, let me get to Pat McAfee. He is busy. He's got a show coming up, and uh, the Pat McAfee Show, uh, ESPN College Game Day analyst, former Colts punter. Thanks for joining us, buddy. How are you?
7: Dan, I'm great with that song, Jammin'. Yeah. I mean, isn't it just such good vibes, such yeah. good energy every time you hear it? And did I hear in the middle of that? Least favorite Danette or least respected Danette, least appreciate what is the actual well, I got title the there?
4: Voting today, most valuable, least valuable, most improved, and least improved. And uh, I got the voting coming up right after our conversation here.
7: Man, I will wait with bated yeah. breath there to yeah. see yeah. who is having yeah. a difficult holiday and who's going in with a little bit of a buzz. You I know, know I mean, I, I could see that maybe ruining the downfall. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays to <laughs> yes, you. you too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for. Uh, Being able to dodge and weave here. I know your show is a well-oiled machine, and I was supposed to be on earlier. I I just saw my baby girl for the first time with my wife. We had our first, like, official ultrasound. Yeah, I'm so crazy. Dan,
3: I
4: just had a moment there. And I'm thinking Peyton McAfee.
7: (laughs) I don't know if the names are are now to be discussed. The wife. The wife is going to have a lot of say, baby girl. Uh, you know, this is, uh, mm-hmm. this is something that she's obviously planned for since she was a baby girl. And, uh, I appreciate you moving. It was supposed to be this afternoon, our first official ultrasound, really. I got moved to this morning because the storm is coming through. So thank you for dodging and weaving in the least favorite, Danette Fritz, for making the magic happen. I appreciate you as well. So you, I, I think that's what you, you said, on me. I didn't say that you said <laughs> it on me, but Dan, <laughs> thank you for having me on here. You are a legend. You are the man and, uh, you've been killing it. As you always have been, and I can't thank you enough for everything.
4: Is this your first baby? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Can I help Damn. you with any, any questions? I have three daughters. Okay. Always, so. always listen. Always listen, okay? And let them know you're listening. And don't judge them. They'll tell you everything. But the the less you preach, the more you listen, the more they'll stay with you the rest of their lives. I have a son. I love him dearly. My daughters will never leave me. But always, always just listen, because girls will tell you whatever you want them to tell
7: you. It's amazing i bet you're an incredible father could you imagine having dan patrick as your dad that'd be one of the that'd be one of the coolest things of all time oh what what's dad doing always oh, he's going he's going to hang out with uncle adam sandler yeah. and then he's going to uh just dominate sports talk and be the voice of sports for decades and decades i got um i have a lot of friends you know that are parents i'm one of the later in my group of friends to yeah. have uh, a child and i i was never i was thinking i was never going to either i was okay with that i was like you know what i was a terrible child if i don't procreate and create another one of those that's probably good for society you know what <laughs> i mean probably good for society my wife though Samantha from Indiana she just has all the traits that would be an amazing mom and had, had dreams of being a mom and we got pregnant and she lost the baby then we got pregnant and she lost the baby again oh. so then we would go through the entire ivf process now and we're at like every milestone is like a huge deal for us and uh I've had a lot of friends reach out to me through it all and right before we did the gender reveal we found out it was a baby girl I had my friends all text me they're like now if you AJ Hawk told me this he said you know me and my brothers we talk to our parents like once a month we'll send a text he was like my wife will text her dad every single day to make sure she's okay. You want a baby girl is what you like going into the gender reveal. He was like, you want a baby girl? And I was sold. So as soon as the gender reveal happened, I saw the pink things fly. I was like, so ecstatic. I was like, here we go. Let's do this. So thank you for your kind words. And if I have questions, whenever she arrives, I will certainly send them your way. And also if we need a babysitter, I will send her your way.
4: This is what I was thinking with the gender reveal. You could have gotten a football, that when you kicked it, it exploded, and it was either blue or pink.
7: Yeah, a lot of people do that these days. Well, I don't I, yeah, know I how it.
4: many punters do.
7: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, actual punters, that would have been a little bit different. But a lot of people sent them to me, and uh, they asked me to judge the form. And I'm always like, you know, pretty <laughs> solid swing. See, pretty solid <laughs> swing. We found out what it was. Uh, we just, we want the classic, just um, biodegradable, psh, little uh, streamer thingies in the backyard with family. It could have been a little. I was thinking maybe get and I was thinking like we get Brock Lesnar okay Brock Lesnar will dress in all blue trunks a blue <laughs> outfit and then we'll have like Drew Gulak come out he's dressed in all pink and then we have Michael Cole commentating it and then there's like a full wrestling match with like false finishes like oh it's a baby girl oh he kicks out <laughs> you know I was thinking about doing that and those have been done before in the past but like we just that. did the, the the exploding streamer thing and when I saw the pink I knew that uh, I was I was probably gonna end up in Obviously, there's a lot of work that comes into parenting, listening and attention to detail and caring and empathy and everything like that. And hopefully, I'll be able to knock all those out of the park. But yeah, it turns it sounds like I'm gonna have a I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a best little friend forever uh with a baby girl. And I'm very excited for it, Dan.
4: Uh, football coming up this weekend. Weather is going to play a role. How often as a former punter would you would you check the weather forecast?
7: Yeah, so that right there is your arch nemesis. You know what I mean? I was very lucky to be at Lucas Oil Stadium where we had the capability of closing the roof and the window, but we didn't always have the will with Jim Merce as the owner, especially if the season wasn't going as well. (laughs) Your brother, they paid for the roof and the window to come off. Like, we got to do it, you know? So then it became a full-on wind tunnel in that place. But whenever it was a dome, it was like, this is perfect. The wind is the problem. You know, rain, uh, for me, what I learned with precipitation, like when it snows, it feels warmer, doesn't it? Well, snow makes it feel warmer, I feel like, in my eyes, just as somebody that grew up in cold weather. You agree with that, Dan, or no?
4: I don't know if I ever looked at it that way.
7: Like, if it's cold as hell, like yeah. soul-snatchingly yeah. cold, yeah. and it's not snowing, I feel like it feels colder than whenever it is snowing.
4: Okay. Well, it feels like the the snow is the reward for being in the cold.
7: Bingo. We can snowball. Yeah. We can we can do whatever we want to do. Did, did you, you ever know I mean? have
4: a place that was like, Oh my God, I can't even believe I'm outside, let alone I have to kick a football.
7: Uh so we played against Pitt, I forget what year it was, maybe my freshman year. At West Virginia, I think it was single digits or negative, I think. And it was, yeah, it was absolutely a miserable situation. For kicker and punter, cold affects it because the bar, ball gets harder. Wind affects it more. Precipitation, though, actually, I found makes the ball a little heavier. So if you can move it, you know, momentum, I think weight is a big deal in that thing or whatever. So you could actually hit it further, I found out. The wind is a nightmare, though, tonight. Jags, Jets, yeah. over under 39 and a half. Supposed to rain, supposed to be windy as hell at the front of this big storm that's coming through. That feels like tonight's going to be old school ground and palm football tonight. I I think that's gonna kick off the weekend of a lot of that, Dan.
4: Is there a topic that's off limits with Aaron Rodgers when he joins you each each week?
7: No, we never agree on like I'm never I've never been told anything by Aaron or Aaron, anybody associated with Aaron. I guess like I think that's why I enjoy it so much, and that's why I try not to I want to say ruin it, but like I'll mention everything that happens. Everything that in me and Aaron are literally 99% of our conversations that we have ever had, people have watched. So, like, I don't know him. Like, I never played for the Packers. I was in a golf tournament at the Bahamas with him this past year. After two seasons of Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, I was able to hang out with him out of Tahoe at that golf tournament. We were able to like, kind of hang out and get to know each other pretty much. That was like the first time we ever hung out where people didn't hear our conversations. So I try to address everything with Aaron. It's just, I I think there's different times in how I present it. If I make sense, I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to give this dude who's the Mount Rushmore quarterback in the history of the NFL and probably the best ball thrower in the history of the NFL. We just try to provide him with an opportunity to explain himself so we can learn a little bit more about him, get his side of it, and learn about this anomaly that is him and let him address things maybe if they come up. So I don't know. It's mostly if if we don't address something, it's a 1,000% my fault, not on their side of it saying we can't talk about that, if that makes sense. All
4: right, final 30 seconds here. I'm going to make you GM. You can take Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Knowing what you know about them, start your team.
7: Uh, Am I like an uber wealthy owner? Like, am I one of these new owners, Walton or Bezos or You're the GM. You're the GM. Oh, well, if I don't want to do anything, if I'm lazy, I'm hiring, (laughs) I'm hiring Peyton, right? Peyton's just, Peyton's just doing it. Like, I'm just letting him do everything. Uh, Tom Brady, I feel like that's a guy you want to have in your building, ultimate competitor. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, so good at throwing a ball. Who's my coach? Do I have, have I hired a coach yet?
4: Tony Dungeon's your coach.
7: Wow, damn. Honestly, that's a fascinating thing, isn't it? Because I feel like Tony and Aaron would have a much better relationship than maybe Tony and Tom, <laughs> you know? And then Peyton and Tony had a great relationship. Uh, this is my full-time job. GM's full time job. GM is my yeah. full time job. GM is my full time job. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
7: Nothing else. There's nothing else. If I lose my no, GM job. It's not job, like you have a radio job, you're a GM. I have no other talents. Now. No. General manager yes. is all I got. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to be pretty well invested. Give me Just Aaron. Just answer right the now. question. I did. I did. Give me Aaron. I'm invested. Give me Aaron. Okay. Give me Aaron. I'm invested. If yeah. I want to check out, you know, if I want to check out, give me Peyton. If we have a different <laughs> head coach, give me Tom. But I think I would want to be invested, and I think i get along with the guy, and I think it would be a good building. Give me Aaron right now. All right.
4: Congratulations on the baby. All right.
7: Congratulations Stand on touch. kicking ass another year.
4: Thank you, you too. buddy. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. I appreciate you. That's Pat McAfee, host of the Pat McAfee Show on YouTube, ESPN College Game Day analyst and former Colts punter. It's now time. This is the first ever fan voting. Maybe last ever, but here it is. Um, I'll let you guys choose what category you want me to start with
3: you started last time with least improved.
4: All in. right. I've got that envelope here. Who thinks they uh, won least improved? Paulie, you do? I'm pretty sure this is the one I got. And the answer is least improved Annette. Congratulations, Paulie. Put it on the mantle. You did it. Put it on the empty mantle. Two for two, bud. Two for two. Emotional. Most improved, Danette, according to over 25,000 listeners who voted. Most improved. Who thinks they got this one? Anybody cocky enough to think they got most improved? Seton?
3: Yeah, I might have. Just because of the move. All right. Yeah, Paulie. I think this is going to be a real tight vote here, Seton and Marvin. Congratulations, Marvin.
4: All right, Marvin. (laughs) The audience has spoken. Least valuable, Danette. (laughs) Anybody? Anybody want to? One of the show
3: would have a least valuable employee. Employee of no months. All right. Let me see. I got the voting for
4: least valuable, Danette. Was it a runaway? Least valuable is not Seton O'Connor.
2: Congratulations.
4: Yes. Least valuable is not Marvin. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> least valuable by over 3,000 votes, Todd
3: Fritz. Yay. Yay. Like no
4: Congratulations. Order. All right. Five times at least. And now.
3: Five timers
4: club. <laughs> Kind of a big deal. Yeah. I got the most valuable Danette. Who thinks they won this? No one? Okay. The most valuable Danette is not Polly. Okay. Accurate. It's not Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, That's funny. And, it, and it's not Marvin. This was an extremely close vote.
2: Back row. Whoa! What?
4: So between the back room row, the least improved Danette, Paulie only won by 200 votes over Fritzy. Did my best. Or my worst. All right. Most valuable Danette. Very, very close voting. The most valuable Danette. Fritzy, congratulations. By the way, talk amongst yourselves. Seaton got hosed. Yeah, I Man, agree.
2: Can't even believe it. That LVD and that, MVD. That is amazing. Wow, that gifts. is. What is this? Some, what is going on here? Gifts. There's oh, Dan's got some gifts for Fritzy. MVP
3: sweatpants. valuable. <laughs> so right now, Dan is uh, giving out the gifts. Oh, wow, this hats. is lovely.
7: Hats and sweatshirts.
3: Congratulations, Todd! Yeah, yes, congratulations! My kind of wardrobe for the
7: first week of January.
4: Most valuable backroom guy. Ugh. Eric Jones, the big wow. jerk. Wow. Streak yeah. is over. Susan Lucci, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you in the new year. Thanks again. We love you all. We
3: appreciate it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli,
0: I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
2: Do I have to say? Yes, you do.